All right, guys, our next guest is just an absolute legend. You know him from his incredible music, his own show, That's Delicious, his book, it, I'll start tomorrow. All he used to do was eat oysters, and now he speaks six languages in three voices. Now he's one of the most inspirational three. Now he's one of the most inspirational stories around. Oh, and he's an absolute MMA fiend, the king of New York, Bam Bam Baklava himself, the one and only Action Bronson. Welcome for the very first yes. time to Submission Radio. How are you, man? This is a blessing, guys. I'm amazing. I feel tremendous. The air is beautiful. I feel like a, you know, like when the, the they tell you to take the turbo out in cold weather. I feel like that. I don't know. The turbo breathes better with cold weather. I feel like that's me. Yeah, man. And how, how crazy is life, by the way? Because I remember me and Casper were watching you live when you toured with Eminem here in Melbourne. And you absolutely wow, right? slated, bro. That was one of the craziest tours ever. I think um Kendrick Lamar <laughs> was there. J. Cole was there. Eminem. Yes. I mean, that is just one yes. of those. Can, craziest lineups ever, and you were one of the highlights for us, man. And now here you are joining us on the show. It's such an honor, dude. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, I can't even. That was one of the greatest times of my life. For some reason, I mean, they they took me on tour, and we went to Australia, New Zealand. And they felt like South Africa needed to be, you know, touched also. And they thought it was close, but in essence, we fucking flew eighteen hours from over there to fucking South Africa. It was. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I opened up directly for Eminem in Johannesburg and mm. in Cape Town, which was, yeah, that was fucking pretty next level. We were in the same hotel as Carlos Santana. I saw him eating breakfast. Wow. It was pretty next level. That's my idol growing up, Carlos Santana. I don't like, I show my son his videos so he could learn the moves and the groove and the way. Mm. It was just all surreal shit, 2014. Man. It's a long time ago. I feel like an old ass piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, dude. But you're right. Life's crazy, man. You're doing everything also. Like you're you're training jujitsu, you're watching fights, you're hanging with Israel Destiny. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very obvious that you love combat sports, but we always wondered, like, what first got you into MMA? I mean, I've been watching the UFC since it was on cable. Like back in the day, my friend had the he had the illegal box and we used to go over to his house. We used to go to each other's houses and watch all the WWFs, mm. all the Summer Slams. We would order the pay-per-views. I ordered it at my house because I didn't have it, but his father had the black box and, you know, that shit was just on. It would be on and we'd see it and then we'd go to Blockbuster and rent it and it just became this thing going through life, just blood sport, kumite, just this constant thread that's woven throughout my life of wanting to be able to do a split, break bricks with my fucking head and <laughs> just do all kinds of things, choke people out with my thighs. Like I, I just always wanted to do these things. And I'm in the fucking UFC game before a lot of these guys, man. Like Giga Chikaze, and he, he's not in the game. <laughs> Islam's not in the game. I'm there. You could use me. I'm a fucking four-star heavyweight. Thank you, Daniel Cormier. <laughs> Yeah, it's unbelievable, man. Do you remember the first fight, like, that really stood out to you that you're watching when you're watching it on the black box at your friend's house, at your friend's dad's house? It was oh, it was the fight with, man, the, it was when they had the, the oddity fights. It was, he looked like fucking Abdullah the Butcher uh, versus the fucking, which I forgot, homie, with the tank top and the, and the mullet. Yeah, but he yeah. was ill. He chopped him in the face, kicked him. It was amazing. Keith something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Hackney, I think. 
Maybe he's hacking, and he kicked exactly. his tooth he's out. Hacking. Yeah, exactly. That was. I mean, that's the type of thing that draws you. And then the crazy Canadian dude. I mean, he got fucked up, but there was that crazy white Canadian dude. He seemed like he was from like Florida or something, yeah. but he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the crazy mullet and stuff. I, yeah, with the tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just all that stuff. It, it intrigued me, Marco Huas. You know. Yeah, like, I feel like you're a lot like a lot of us, where like you were a pro wrestling fan, and then you sort of graduated to you know MMA and the UFC. Hundred percent. I also wonder, like, because you do so many things, how much of how much for you uh, and your love of MMA is kind of like the appreciation of expression? Because I feel like the the one thing that like big the one big thing that like cooking, music, uh, MMA, they all have in common. It's essentially like people expressing themselves in their art. Yeah, I mean, they're dancing beautifully, but hitting each other, you know, like who it's it's a vid. I grew up playing video games, certain ones, though, Mortal Kombat, you know, Street Fighter, Samurai Showdown, Streets of Rage. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Tekken, where you showed your skills in battle, one on one battle. And there was some sort of super there was a superhero effect to you, you know, like. Whoever won was this unbelievable person. He just like ruled the world. All the kung fu movies, He Man, shit like that. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude. When it's we all up- art. It's all art, man. Life is art. This is all. This is all theatrics. This is all a big play. Yeah, and and speaking of the jujitsu that you're doing now, I'm curious. What kind of jujitsu? Like, what what does Bam Bam look like in the? jiu-jitsu room are you a guy that likes to go for all the sort of beautiful nicely timed submissions are you somebody that likes to sort of stay in a certain position and just work from your strengths or are you a leg lock guy man are you you scooting for those leg locks what do you look like in the training room what i'm doing is i'm really i'm i'm really just working on the on the basics i'm working on those positions where i know i'm going to be strong in and then little baby steps from there but the people that I've trained with, I've trained with two different, well, actually three different people. One being Orlando Sanchez, who is mm. straight up, he'll just want to hurt you badly. Another is Hiron Gracie, who is just like teaching you some beautiful things. And, you know, it's still very aggressive, but it's more defensive. And, you know, I, I haven't spent much time on the mat with Matt Serra, but the things that he taught me, he taught me, like, I don't know, I got a good grip and he showed me an even better way to to lock in the guillotine, you know? So I just feel like I, I like a mixture of it all. I like be I like being able to it's it's chess. It's all chess and it's it's being able to impose your will and tricking them into doing and manipulating into do, letting the person do what you really want to get in the position you want or take it by force. You see this is all it's all it's all a game. Yeah, hundred percent. I love that. I love that you don't <clears throat> just watch it. Like you actually do it as well. You know, you're training like a million different things, and jiu-jitsu is one of them. Uh, but I wonder, like in this kind of you know, trans- I wrestle. I've been wrestling with my cousin. I've been wrestling for years in the streets. Like we do street wrestling. I love that shit. Me and my cousin. I, you know, I told him I'll give him a thousand dollars if he could take me down. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it's a good incentive, though. Imagine, imagine you're walking down New York and you see Action Bronson wrestling with his cousin in the street. I freak out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm training like I'm training like I watch I watch these guys train. I've trained with Cheeto, mm-hmm. and he trains like a fucking animal. You know, he has me running like a dog. So I see these guys, and I I aspire to have 
half the tank that they do. I mean, you know, I lost a lot of weight and it's more than that at this point. I just want to, I'm a fucking animal. I just want to beast out this for no particular reason. It's just in me. You can hear the passion in your voice, but what would you say you've sort of learned about yourself since starting jiu-jitsu and doing jiu-jitsu throughout this whole journey? Well, it's not just jujitsu. I train all kinds of things. I train hands. I train this. I train that. I do lots of, I do a lot of unorthodox things like swing maces and big kettlebells and shit like that and Indian clubs. And I like that type of crazy shit. Run on the bridge and do all kinds of like burpees and shit. I just want to do the things that suck the most because I always hated doing it. But what I've learned is I have an ironclad mind and I don't stop. Anything I put my mind to, I'm, it's just going to happen. You remind me of like, uh, I mean this in a nice way, kind of like a, an, an addict. You've got like that singular focus energy, but you, you're transferring not very, into like bad I'm, things. I'm, a, mm. nah, I'm, I'm addicted to a lot of bad things. I was addicted to fucking all kinds of foods that could have led me down a bad path, which is just as bad as heroin. You know, mm -hmm. that's my age. Now I'm on a different type of age. I'm on fucking, I'm on my health, I'm on my work. And this always happens. I'm seasonal, but I have to keep this forever. You know, I, 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 I go through moods. I go through, you know, this is life. My mood ring changes a different color and then it's just a new time. <laughs> and it's so inspirational as well, man. Like I know myself and a lot of your fans, We'll be watching um, your videos, the transformations, and it makes us want to get out there and work out during lockdown in times where, uh, you know, things aren't as easy to do. But I'm just curious, and now when me and Casper were growing up and the UFC was blowing up, it kind of changed things a little bit. Like you went from thinking, all right, this is what's effective to like on, in a street fight to realizing a guy like, you know, a great like one, one of the Gracie guys or somebody from the UFC or somebody that you've seen on Pride can actually win a fight. And it's not about size, it's about technique and all sorts of things. Do you remember when people started picking up some of the stuff from the UFC and sort of things changed a little bit in the streets for you when you saw some of the fights and things that people were utilizing? <laughs> I mean, you just, I've seen people get choked out before. You just don't, you don't mess with certain people. Like you gotta, you're, you just, there's, there's no reason to mess with anybody in general, but if you're gonna mess with somebody, just, you just gotta pick, choose, you gotta just choose your battles, bro. Just like, I've seen the littlest people choke out the biggest men and I just, it's not nice to get into street fights. Mm. Everyone should be nice to each other. But I've seen lots of crazy things. I've seen pit bulls let loose on other people. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, this, I grew up in Queens, man. It's a fucking crazy place. Yeah, there's no. But it's also beautiful. It's very cultural, and it's a great place to raise a family. Yeah, hundred percent. There's no, there's no pit bull defense in the in the Gracie Baja gym. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always loved your song "Time for Some," and in it, there's this line that goes, "Bass shooting, I'm ass booting, I'm pass shooting." And I'd always yeah. mark out when I heard that because it's like, yes, like you know, one of our guys being represented in the mainstream, and bass oh, yeah. is so amazing. But I always wondered, like, what made you want to put his name in a song? I don't know, because first of all, Boss is sick. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking unbelievable person. If there's anybody to mention, it's Boss Rootin. And then I'm just the type of guy who likes to incorporate uh, obscure athletes into my into my raps. It's obscure athletes that, you know, you have to be of the elk, ilk mm -hmm. to, uh, to know, be cut of the same jib. So... I like mentioning people like Ruven, Nitzelroy, 
um, you know, d- different types of like strength athletes like Zdrunas Vikis, Vasil Vitostuk, Marius Fujanowski has been mentioned several mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, you know, he just knocked out fucking Bombardier, yeah. which was, yeah. <laughs> bro, come on, man, that fucker. That, those are the type of fights that are just crazy. Like, <laughs> fucking Marius, he, can, he does it all. Marius, I'm in a Polish neighborhood right now. Well, I was going to say. He is all Polish. I eat Polish cold cuts all day. Yes. And we got we got Casper on the line. Casper's Polish. I'm Ukrainian. Oh, yeah. It's all happening, bro. Oh, it's all Eastern Bloc over here, baby. Yeah. People like it. you guys are uh, the Australian. You guys are the Australians. Look at your surnames. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I was gonna say, man. Um, obviously, we're on the heels of UFC 267. What a and tremendous, what a tremendous dude, day, dude. Oh. I know you. You kind enough to share that Insta story when you were listening to our Dan Hooker interview that made our year. I always but, listen to. I, I always listen to the Dan Hooker report. It's one of my favorite segments. He's an honorary uh, co-host <laughs> on the show, but let I'm me, saying, let me I'm, a, I'm an honorary Aussie and I'm an honorary Kiwi. I love those guys over there. I like I said, you saw I was with I was with Israel before mm. you know before shit popped off, and I just saw him training, and I just knew something was gonna happen with him. He was he was an instant star when I met him. I met him in New York, and then when I went to to NZ. He showed love and I went into the gym and we had some good times and had some dinner and shit like that. It was, I knew he was going to be the guy. Uh, a bit of a rough night though in the office the other night for Dan Hooker. I mean, incredible night of fights, but what was your reaction when you saw that fight with him in Islam? Uh, that was one of my, uh, my marquee fights of the evening. And uh, man, it, it was just unfortunate. He, he threw the kick. Islam shot, took him down, held him down, fucking submitted him right away. I was, it was just a, it was just a display of another level of of just ground, man. It's just like you, some that Dagestani wrestling is just fucking hard to like. What are they doing over there? I know. This- My God, it's like it's you you can't do anything. It's fucking, it's crippling. I know. It's like uh, there's something in the water there. You got the memes of like Habib. Finally leaving the lightweight division, breathing a little bit, and then in comes Islam. Yeah. And they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck! Here, here comes another one." Um, I always wondered though, what, what was it about Dan that sort of drew you in? Because I get the sense that you're a big Dan Dan Hooker fan. Like, what what sort of I love Dan, what, yeah. what fighters and stories kind of stand out to you? I mean, for, for Dan, Dan just reminds me of some you know somebody I know. You know what I mean? Like, he's just always ready. He's always ready to go, and he's just a tough motherfucker. He doesn't care what, who, when, where, why. It's just, let's get it. My friend Tom Gould, he's a, he's a Kiwi. I don't know. He just, they, they just, I just, it's, it's reminiscent of what I know. You know, I've been around that type of, I, I don't know. There's something that draws me to these guys. Like, I love that whole camp. Like, I love Volkanowski. I love all these guys. I don't know. It's just something that draws me. He's Macedonian. My family lived in Skopje, mm. you know? Yeah, he's so inspirational. We remember when he was coming up in the UFC, he'd always have sneaky injuries that people would pull out of fights for, but he'd always pretend that he's 100% healthy. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, man, I was my leg was falling off. We're like, oh, my God, Alex, that's crazy, <laughs> brother. That's crazy. But, man. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That attitude. These guys, they just don't give a shit. They're just going to they're not going to fucking make excuses and they're going to go for this. It's inspiring to see that shit. Super inspiring, man. Super inspiring. What did, what did you think of Kamzat Shemaev, man? Because that guy made one hell of a return to the division. And also, let me add this to the question. Bruh. A lot of people thinking, hey, 
this guy should be getting that next title shot. Where are you at with that? Because obviously you got Leon Edwards fighting. You have to give it Leon. Come on. How, like Leon has to get the title shot already. Just give him the title shot. That's it. Kamzat is coming up. He's next. He, that was unbelievable. And Ling Ji Leon, I fucking love him too. I, I love the leech. I thought the leech was a, an amazing fighter. I thought he was on his way up. But he got handled in some fucking serious communism beef yesterday. That was <laughs> old school shit. You know what I mean? That was like he fucking got shown to the crowd, slammed, mm. and then fucking like turned to the cage for Dana to see choked out. He didn't tap like a fucking warrior, though. But at the end of the day, that was just an unbelievable display. Comes out some some shit. He said that he just wants to come, have a good time, kill somebody, get his money, and go and go eat his mother's food. I mean, how relatable, right? What else can you say? Yeah, that's what that's what we all want to do, basically. But you're right; that was like some gladiator shit when he when he lifted up the leech and he, as if he was showing his trophy before he had actually won it, and then presented it to unbelievable. Dana. Un unbelievable, and I know. Um, I'm good friends with Ilir Latifi, heavyweight, light heavyweight from UFC, and he trains with him in Sweden. Mm. And he's been saying that this guy is the one. He's, the, I mean, he's no, he's no joke. Yeah, and his post-fight uh, uh, interview kind of reminded me a little bit of the Martial Matters LP, just yelling that he's going to kill everybody. I'm like, here we go. Criminal I want my, to come to get the money, and then I'm going home. I just want to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got a sample of that for tremendous, sure. It's tremendous. It's tremendous language. I love. He's he makes he makes me feel good. Mm. Let's talk about the big fights. This but Leon. Uh, Leon needs to get that shot. He Leon's done so much. You know, like just give him the shot already. Let's go. Yeah, hundred percent. Looking forward to this fight uh, with him and Jorge Masvidal at UFC two sixty nine. If he wins that, there's no denying him uh, the next title shot. Uh, but we got UFC two sixty eight this weekend, man. The big question is, how are you guys watching UFC two sixty eight? You buying it on uh, pay per view or on Fight Pass? Because there's easier ways. If you want to watch it for free, you don't need to find a dodgy stream. You just find all the pubs in your area that are showing it. You can go watch it for free. You can go have a few pints with your buddies. That's where your good friends at Match Pint come in handy. Match Pint means no more ringing around to find a pub to watch the fight. You don't have to ask them, hey, do you have commentary? Do you not? Is it going to be loud? Is it going to be busy? What are the deals? Do you have, uh, you know, can, can, I, can I bet there? Just download the app and see all the venues closest to you. It works in proximity. You can search any venue you like. And look, you work hard for your money, right? Instead of spending that hard-earned money to stream the fight, why don't you just get the crew together? Lockdown is over. Melbourne is officially... Uh, the longest running lockdown world record. Now we're done. Everybody's free all over Australia, all over most parts of the world. Grab your buddies, go to the pub and use Match Pint to find wherever they're going to be streaming UFC 268 this weekend. Yeah, man, that's right. So click the link description below. Download the app today. Match Pint is your best mate for sport in UFC 268, man. What an unbelievable time to watch the fights with your mates. Thanks to Match Pint. Now, Speaking of uh, UFC 268 cast, so much money to be made, so many crazy fights 
coming up? I mean, what's going to happen? Will uh, Colby Covington be able to do it? Will he be able to beat Kamara Usman? Will Usman be able to do another great performance? Walk away as champion. So many big fights, so many big bets, and there's only one place to go and do it, and that is at my bookie. You guys can go right now, sign up, and double your first deposit with the code word submission. But anything, anytime, anywhere with our friends at my bookie, Cass. That's right. And uh, by the way, guys, ho, 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 the holidays have come early this year with Manscaped. I know you probably already thinking about doing your Christmas shopping, but I'll tell you, Santa Claus's beard, mm, not so appealing when it's hanging out of your pants. So uh, jingle balls to the walls, guys. Uh, save that bush, get rid of it, especially here in Australia where we're approaching summer and it's going to be hot and, uh, you know, you want to be a little bit more aerodynamic and uh, look good, look good. Maybe you can get yourself and your partner uh Two gifts, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, two birds, one stone. Start ordering now. You don't want to be racking your brains this Christmas thinking, gee, what do I get the family and this person and that person? Nice and easy, Manscaped. They're giving away the 20% code. And the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner. You get the Manscaped Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is also waterproof. And of course, the delightful Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, the best green tool on the market 7000 rpm motor multiple guards for different uh, lengths and textures led light waterproof up to 90 minutes of battery life this one has the travel lock i mean the holo- the holidays are basically locked in isn't that right dennis that's right, man. And for everybody, all the ladies listening to this right now, a fantastic beard trimmer. So a great present for your partner if you mm. want to sort of kill two birds with one stone. And just because you've survived Halloween doesn't mean your significant other has to scream when they see a package. So that's a scream joke. I just watched the scream movies for the first time <laughs> on the weekend. Hey, man, they're not too bad. First couple of movies, a lot of fun. Get 20% off and free shipping with a code word submission. Go to manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code word submission. But action, UFC 268 coming this weekend, though, man, in your own backyard of New York. You know I'll be there. I know, man. Well, yeah, we know you're at the fights um, all the time, dude. So what are you looking forward to the most from this action-packed card, though? I mean, I I love that Rose and Zhang Weili fight. I can't wait to see that. I was a big Zhang Weili fan. Um, I still am. I love Rose. I I mean, she needs to bounce back in a major way. I, I want to see this be like one of those. I want to see a, a sick woman's trilogy. Like let her get another one back. And then for that third, that pearl, you know what I mean? Mm. I want to see that. Yeah, this could be an amazing rivalry. And especially because the first one ended so quickly. Um, I love it. See if you see if uh, Wei Lee can bounce back. She had a war with Joanna. Yeah. She had a fucking war with Joanna, man. Like, and I love Joanna also. She's the only UFC glove that I have signed. I have like I don't have any memorabilia, but she gave it to me. She came on my show back in the day and she put me in a rear naked choke in the kitchen. <laughs> and it was one of the greatest things that ever happened. Fuck, that's delicious. That's definitely delicious. That's right. Um That's right. Oh, what about uh Gaethje and Chandler? That's gonna be crazy. I love that Gaethje Chandler. I I, I wish uh oh man. I like that fight. I like that fight. I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see what goes on. I mean, everyone's gotten their shot already. Everyone, Islam's right. Everyone got their shot already. What is this for? Is this for, you know, the next after next? But I I can't wait to see that. Gaethje's a thumper. Chandler's a thumper. I can't wait for Cheeto to fight. 
I want to see what he's been doing because I was training with this fool. Mm. Let's see what he's up to. See those elbows on the legend. Yeah, man, you're getting us really excited. It's a week away, but we can't wait. Hey, man, what do you think of we? Because Colby Covington was on the show recently. Before we get your thoughts on the fight, what do you think about Little Wayne potentially walking him out to the octagon? You'll be there live to witness. That's pretty it. crazy. Has anyone? What, what song is he going to do? Um, sky's do? the limit. Sky's the limit. Yeah. I don't know that one. But if he does some old shit like bling bling, yeah. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's gonna make me fucking get crazy. You see, he, he would have he done does. he would have done a milli back in the day, but no one was making any money, so it wouldn't have made any sense. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be the richest one in the room. Yeah, yeah. Just quick, just quickly on that. So jump in, Cass. Have you? I mean, you walking somebody out to the octagon would be absolutely epic. You're in the game. Is there one guy that stands out in your mind who you'd love to sort of accompany to the ring one day? Mm, man, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I had a chance. Andy Ruiz, when he when he when he won the belt here, he hit me up in my DMs mm. and he asked me to bring him out, walk him out to fucking acting crazy. Yeah. And I just I didn't see it. And I missed it. And I didn't walk him out. And he won the belt from Anthony Joshua that night. Fuck. And uh that would have been fucking nice. Dude, oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would have been a beautiful thing to walk walk the homie out at the garden. Like, come on, man. Um, I don't know. I, put, I, I don't want to do that. I'm just a fan. I don't want to get involved like that. I just, I'm just a fan, man. I just like to observe. I don't want to get too involved. I don't, I just really enjoy this shit personally, you know, let yesterday I was doing a performance at this thing called Rolling Loud. Mm -hmm. It's a big festival now, and it's you know affectionately known as a shit show. <laughs> and uh, you know it took an hour to get checked, seven different pat downs, which I'm alright with. I didn't have anything to hide, and now you know I've been working out, so they got a fucking good feel. Yeah. They got they got a good feel of what the fucking structure was, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I was watching all the fights in the car. I go, I do my performance for a half hour. I'm watching right as I go on the stage. Peter Jan wins the fucking belt. I announce it on stage. Nice. I had to let motherfuckers know. You know, Glover and fucking and 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 Jan go on next. I'm checking in with my cousin periodically on the side, like what's going on. As I finish the show, rear naked choke on the floor, game over. And it was a perfect day. I didn't miss any fights. I watched every single fight. I did my performance. I was in and out 55 minutes like a fucking pro. I, I don't know what to say with myself. I don't know what to do. <laughs> You're like the James Bond of New York. Just a perfect mix of business and pleasure, man. Man, I'm, listen, I, there's not many people that like to do it like this. You know, I'm, I, I move in mysterious ways. I just... I know what these things are. It's if it's a stand around thing, it's a fuck boy fucking hangout thing. I'm not into that. I like to go in and out, boom, boom, boom. I have things to do. I went home, I read a couple of books to my child, and that was that. 
Love it, man. We'll let you go in a second. We don't want to take up your whole day, but we just have to ask, as far as Colby Covington and Kamara Usman, I want to. I always wanted to get your thoughts, man. Like, what do you think of Colby Covington's persona? You know, this uh, this this character that he's created. People are so divided, and people are offended. Oh, you know, he crosses the line, this and that. Other people love it. Such a throwback to, like, pro wrestling and, like, heel characters. You know, there's always this constant debate. Should he say these things? Should he not say these things? Where, where do you stand on all that? I just think he should be who he wants to be. And if, you know, if he's saying all these things, just stand behind it. That's it. I mean, I don't, I'm not bothered by a goddamn thing. Mm, you know, mm -hmm. I think that everything, it is what it is. And if this is the way he wants to be, that's how he is. You know, this is how he gets himself, you know, riled up to go and do what he does. He's an amazing athlete. Like that dude is not to be played with, even though, people could question whatever but that's you you get people talking by doing that you create this persona you're a heel it, it's not pro wrestling but he's still you know still entertainment i mean it's such tomorrow a is not a dude to be played with he, he he doesn't have to act he he's just dangerous you know he's a nightmare like he says you know he's fucking scary dude and he he shows by his ways and that's that he he's just a different person everyone's different can't fault anybody for who they are and the thing about it is, Colby Covington, he's so good. If there was no Kamara Usman no, in the ridiculous. division, you'd, you'd be ridiculous. like, hey, man, this guy would be the champion for sure. But Kamara Usman just happens to come around. And this guy is like a, a once in a generation type athlete who's leaving a hell of a legacy. Who do you think is going to win it, man? What's your prediction for it? Man, that that I can't I can't predict things like that. That I can't do. But that I, I will be standing on the seat watching that fight. 100% because there's only going to be one motherfucker in front of me and it's probably Mel Gibson. <laughs> I think he gave me COVID one day. At the, I think he gave me COVID at the last one. Really? Bloody Passion of the Christ gave you COVID? What is this? Mel Gibson gave me COVID. Make it a headline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the title of this video. What do you he mean he gave me COVID? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's not, he's not uh, one of the better guys to watch the fights uh, with Cage side. Nah, but he was there from the prelims on. We were the only ones. Wow. Mel and I. Respect. Wow. What's your ritual normally when you go to uh, MSG of all places, man? What, when, you, uh, when you go to watch fights... We actually ran into you uh, at UFC 241, the BMF belt. You were just there getting tell, your tickets. Tell them the story, Cass. Tell them the story. Right. It's a good quick story. The, I was just the, the well, from what I remember, the UFC was kind of ushering us because getting into MSG is kind of crazy. There's all sorts of pat downs and this and that, check your bags and whatever. And then they were kind of escorting us through and then we're going through. We kind of fell behind. I think, I don't know, one of us might've been looking at our bags for something. We lost the UFC people. And then Dennis was like, dude, that's Action Bronson. And I thought, I'm in New York with just a couple of guys from Australia. A videographer, Abby Siobhan, was there. We were like, dude, we have to we have to say something, man. I used to, dude, a couple of years ago, I was Ubering to make ends meet. And the main songs that I would play were your stuff. Because it was just so, it put people in a good mood, man. And I thought, I have to say hi. So we did. And you were you were so fucking kind. You were so nice. You took photos. That makes me feel good. You were just like one of the people. That, that was the takeaway. This is a man of the people. And one of the things action was just on that story as well. So our videographer, Abby, he would know because he does a lot of stuff for the MMA junkie as documentaries. The guy's an OG and he was yep. working the videography game with us leading into this. He goes, man, the one guy and this is before we saw you anything. He goes, the one guy that want to meet on this trip 
is Action Bronson. We're like, bro, that would be amazing. Action Bronson's <laughs> one of our favorites too. Go into the thing and go, hey, there's Action Bronson just standing yeah, He's like, oh my God. That was his trip made, dude. You could not man, believe man. the smile on this guy's face, bro. It was, it was unbelievable. I love that. Tell him I said hello, give him my regards. That makes me feel great. 100%. Just, just quickly on Madison Square Garden action. So yeah. many classic fights, pro wrestling events, right? Like every time me and Casper step into that place, we touch the ground. You can feel the energy. And by the way, your Knicks, who are one Ooh. of my favorite teams to watch all oh of a sudden. My. Look yeah. at those guys. Look at I'm, those men play. I right, we're back. I know. And Derek and Rose kind of reminds me a bit of a Dan Hooker. He's the guy that sort of come back and just pure yep. respect for that guy. But I'm curious, what I is your favorite? Oh, he's the best. What is your favorite fight or even maybe pro wrestling event that you have seen go down at the Mecca? I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of WWF, a lot. I've been there for many, many different things, many different Knicks, many different Nick games. I've been there for Ranger games. I've been there for fucking weird shit. I can't even remember what I've been there for. They used to have like Halloween shit at the garden. Mm. All kinds of weird stuff. But I feel WrestleMania 10. Me in attendance, WrestleMania 10 for my birthday. Mm. It was pretty next level. Dude, that's the bucket list. Wow. What, what do you remember from being there? WrestleMania 10, that's crazy. What I remember very, very vividly. Do you remember the movie, The Program? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the college um, football movie. The yeah, dude yeah. who was on Mad Juice, his name was Latimer. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I saw him on the escalator, and I was like, "Yo, that's fucking Latimer." I was like ten years old. I loved it. It was so yeah. Oh, to be young again. That was that was your that was your version of our Action Bronson moment. Well, well. <laughs> It was just Latimer from the program, just one random character that was on Juice. But dude, that, that was the one with the ladder match between HBK and yes. Scott Hall, man. And yes, that is sir. possibly one of the most iconic moments he got to see that live. Like, that's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Um, and I got to meet and hang out and call Scott Hall a friend. So it's pretty next level also. Uh, I don't, you know, Razor... Sean, those guys are like the fucking, like the, the basis of a lot of things that we all think about and like act. You know, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of roots in WWF and a lot of us. I know for me specifically, there is. You know, it, that type of it kind of it kind of allows you to imagine. You know. Mm. And by the way, like WWF, WWE now Ooh, you have Vince, you have Vince McMahon one of the greatest promoters of all time. Then you've got Dana White in the UFC, one of the greatest promoters of all time. And I, I know Dana. yourself, you've, you've worked with some of the greatest music promoters of all time on some of the biggest tours around the world. What are, what are a couple of, have you, I don't know if you would have met Vince, but what are a couple of things about both guys that you sort of appreciate from the other perspective, being someone who's a talent, being someone that knows what a good promoter does? Well, they got a good eye, there's no doubt about that. But, you know, they go I, from I can speak more on Dana. I feel like Vince, mm. that he, he always seems like a, he seems like an evil type of like type of character, like he's an unreachable evil type of character. So I can't even speak on him. But Dana, he's always been so gracious to me and just a fucking gentleman and the man. So I, I just appreciate what he does and how he goes to bat and moves this shit forward, because 
I'm a huge sports fan, baseball, football, basketball, but mixed martial arts, UFC specifically, I mean all the all the championships, they do amazing, all the all the different promotions, but what he does over there is just it's it's unmatched, it's unrivaled, it's unbelievable. It gives me pleasure every week. Like I like to listen to sports talk. I wish there was a nonstop sports talk for MMA mm. every day that I could listen to a fucking channel that I could have you guys, Ariel, DC, Chael. Like, come on, what the fuck is going on? This sport is much is much bigger than all these things going down now. This is the fastest rising thing, and it. I just need more. I need more. I know, man. We, we suffer from the same thing. Being greedy is like one of our uh, favorite vices, but we're not going to be greedy with your time, man. We can see the skyline, the beautiful New York skyline. It's going a bit amber. It's getting a bit dark. So look at this. The view that you picked out, the natural light. Amazing, man. Amazing. Follow the man on Instagram, at Bam Bam Barklover, on Twitter, at Action Bronson. His book, Fuck It, I'll Start Tomorrow. Catch Fuck That's Delicious exclusively on his YouTube channel, Action Bronson. That's it right. is all his. He owns it. Where you can all also follow his culinary and fitness journeys. And of course, the latest album, Only for Dolphins. Action, this is an absolute honor. Thank you so much for jumping on. Thank you so much for chatting MMA with us. You're welcome anytime. This made me very happy today. Thank you, guys.